Welcome everybody to another episode of Our Wives Are Friends with your hosts Tyler and Eric. We hope you enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by nobody because we still don't have any sponsors. Eric. Well, welcome back, Tyler. Glad to be back. I know it's been a minute. Yeah. I feel like we do these like sessions where we'll record like a bunch of episodes, like within, you know, like a weekend. Yeah. And then we'll go like a month or two without recording. So like every time we see each other, it's like, hey, I haven't seen yeah. you in a while. <laughs> Gotta warm up the pipes again. Gotta get some uh some liquid flowing. Get some of that liquid courage or what? Yeah, you know. Speaking to our millions of uh, view or listeners out there, yeah, minus a million, <laughs> minus yeah one yeah minus like nine hundred ninety nine thousand, <laughs> probably actually more than that. Yeah, dude. So how you been? I've been really good. Yeah, I've been good. I've been staying busy. All of the same old stuff, you know, work, family, uh, that sort of thing. But uh, what about you? I heard uh, there's some exciting news. You uh, you want to share with everyone? Yeah, we uh. We bought a house, so we went through that process and got lucky for sure. Uh, there was a lot of cash offers that kept beating us out, and this the house that we ended up getting kind of just like worked out and it fell in our laps, and they accepted our offer. And yeah, it's been great. How long did that process take? And you know, from kind of when you guys started putting offers into closing on your house. Uh, so. That would have been, well, we ended up closing the 3rd of February. Yeah. Which was a week early. It was supposed to close the 10th. Okay. Uh, but it was on, the house was on the market for like three days. And they accepted. Oh. I think it was like three days. It might've been sooner. Yeah. I think it, uh, the end of, or yeah, like the beginning or beginning of January. It was a 30-day escrow, and we closed a week early, so it was 20, 23 days. Okay. But what about when you guys started kind of looking or, you know, you know, putting in oh, offers on other uh, houses? So, I don't know, like six, eight months. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then we kind of like, we're like, fuck it. It's, let's chill out. You know, nothing's kind of falling our way, but maybe that's, there's a reason, you know? Yeah. Uh so, I mean, it ended up working out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I have a feeling everything kind of ends up working out how it should, you know. And uh, we we went through the process, you know, a few years ago, too. And I think it was about five months or so when we first started looking at houses and putting in offers. Uh, I mean, not five months ago, but it was a five-month process. Um, you know, we had a couple where our offer actually got accepted on house, but it was contingent on them finding a new house. And so mm-hmm. they had like 30 days to find a house. They didn't find a house, you know, so then we were back at square one after yeah. kind of wasting a month. There, there's a lot that goes into it that you're like, you're almost like paranoid the whole time because like, what if this happens? They do in, the inspections. Yeah. You have uh, termite, you know, like all that stuff. Right. Too, and the appraiser. The appraisal. And everything. And they're like, okay, well, what if something happens? And then you're 
screwed because at, there's a certain point during escrow that you're like, because we were renting, yeah. so we're like, okay, we had to put in our 30 day notice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you're almost at a point where if it falls through at the end, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, where am I going to live now? Yeah, because you put your 30 day notice in, and then on the other side, you don't want to do it too early. I mean, uh, too late. And then you have to pay another 30 days. You know, after you've already moved out or something. Yeah, because you can do like an extension, but it's like a one-time extension. Yeah. You know, for an additional like 30 days or something. You're like. Yeah, I'm sure you were pretty stressed out during that period. We definitely were. Uh, Probably the whole period too, because then after it closes, after it closes, then you have to start the moving process and cleaning process in both places. Yeah, so we were like, we started, you know, packing stuff up here and there. Um, I'm adjusting um so we had like all these boxes in the garage and we and it was i mean we started kind of early yeah either way we were just packing away stuff that we didn't immediately need right they weren't necessities so even if we like that offer fell through or something we still just had a bunch of stuff already packed yeah you know because it's not like you know that shirt from you know 10 years ago that i haven't even worn once that's been in my closet i'm pretty sure i'm not going (laughs) to need it need it within that you know during that time frame anyway, so. Yeah. I definitely have a bunch of those shirts where I'm like, uh, I haven't worn this in 10 years, but I'm going to lose the weight this year and I'm going to fit back in it because I yeah. like that shirt. Yeah, dude. But I felt like uh, when I was moving to, no matter how much I tried to get ahead and get things done and get myself lined up for the easiest move possible, mm-hmm. I mean, just everything still came down to the wire and I was still uh, cleaning, you know, Stay in the other place and cleaning it and wanting to make it, you know, when I, I was running a place too. So I was like, I wanted to make it a nice condition, you know, for someone else to come into. I mean, all the way down to like just having all the paperwork signed and all the necessity, necessary things that escrow needs and the title company need. Like, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. title company and then the mortgage company and all, like, all that stuff. Do they, I mean, Dude, they'll, they'll, they'll call you and be like, why'd you buy a hamburger last Tuesday? <laughs> you know, you're like, because I was hungry. Like, you shouldn't be spending money, you know? And you're like, you have to, like, justify every single purchase. Oh, yeah. I mean, down to uh, my daughter's day, uh, preschool, they were like, hey, what's this recurring charge? And I'm like, that's preschool. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, I need you to sign something saying that that's preschool. Did They're they? Like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, they, I mean, they go through your, I mean... They go through your finances and oh, yeah. they want to make sure like everything's kosher, I guess. You know what I mean? My weird thing I had was they asked me about every address like I've that, ever lived at in lived my at, life. Yeah, I had that too. So they're like, yeah, uh, what's what's your relationship with that address? So I'd be like, oh, that's my that's my parents' house. Yeah, same. They're like, oh, what's, what's up with this one? And I said, I told them it's a funny story that because my, my phone number with all my family yeah. comes chronologically first whenever they a telemarketer or whatever uh, pulls up about like that house to like make an offer. Cause how many people are like, Hey, we want to buy your house or we want to sell solar. Like you get all those calls. Yeah. I'm the number they call for my parents' house. So on their books, because it's, it's chronologically first. So they yeah. go and they go, Oh, that's a man's name. That must be the guy who owns the house. They don't actually like look at the house and go, Oh, it's this guy that owns it. Yeah. You know, but so I get all those phone calls. And I go, yeah, that's not that's my dad. My dad owns that house. That's not my house. So they ask me the same thing. Hey, what's your relationship with this house? Because it shows it looks like here that you, you know, I'm like, I don't own that house. Yeah, 
You know, <laughs> I tried to explain the story, and they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I was like, that's my parents' house. Well, they'd be like, uh, they'd be like, yeah, I'm showing your record. You lived in this house for three years. I'm like, yeah, I was like seven years old. Yeah. I had no choice. I mean, that's <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? Like, I don't know. Some of the questions just seem a little off, but I mean, I get it. They have to do their due diligence because they've probably seen every kind of scam Dude, in the book, yeah. you know? And so, unfortunately, that just kind of punishes everyone else. And it goes a little above Especially, especially when you get like gift money. Like yeah. we, so we didn't end up, it was kind of weird how it worked. So Dan, Danielle, I, Danielle wasn't on the loan because it only hurt us. Right. So like she's later on, like she goes down and puts your name on the title and stuff later. We did the same thing. Right. But so, but we had a lot of money that we've been saving in her savings. Right. Because we have separate savings, like same checking, but separate savings. So it's like, I have my money. She has some of hers. Yeah. Right? I'm not, I can't touch hers, and she's not going to touch hers. So, so she put all of we put we've been putting all of our savings, like our house money, yeah. into her savings. So I can't touch it and go, hey, I want this, <laughs> and go down and spend money, right? Right. So, so because she's not on the loan, they had to we had to do a gift, right? But it was kind of weird because like it's the same, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm taking money from, you know, uh, grandparents or whatever, but. But yeah, sometimes like we're talking to the mortgage company and they were saying how like they don't get people in here where they're like gifting $100,000, you know, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, that happens all the time. I'm like, who just has a $100,000 laying around going, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to help my son buy a house. Yeah. hundred grand. Yeah. As a down payment. And you're like, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they see, I mean, they've seen pretty much everything. They have to work through a lot of different scenarios. I also feel for the realtors sometimes. Well, you got you got to think of it too is like drug money, right? Yeah, all that stuff. Like you can't just you have to have you have to prove that you made that money. Yeah, you know, and that's where all that due diligence comes from is yeah, being able to prove it and show that traceability. Yeah, I actually my line of work is I do a lot of agricultural finance, and uh, a lot of times we'll have to, if they're buying a property or something, I'll have to really. It, it can't just say, oh, you know, their money's going to fall, fall out of the sky. You know, I have to have some kind of trace on where the money's coming from, whether it's from them or if it's coming from their business or something. Do people use, like, a lot of collateral? Yeah. I mean, what, what's, like, depends. the craziest thing? There's got to be something out there, like, the craziest thing that someone used for collateral. Uh, Well, we only accept, like, mostly, like, I mean, it just depends. But, like, if you're purchasing land, you know, the land's going to be your collateral. Mm-hmm. You can't just put, like... I don't know. Say your car or something because it wouldn't support the right. the purchase really. Gotcha. Well, I didn't know so. if like someone's like, yeah, I got an island off the coast of. And you're like, <laughs> I want to use that as collateral. No, but I have worked on like a lot of like celebrity stuff has come my way a little bit. I mean, not like a ton of it, but every now and then I'll be like a guy from a random band or something's buying some kind of <laughs> property like this, and I'll be like, okay, this is kind of cool, you know. Uh, then I get the weird phone calls too. Like this lady wanted some money to fix up her property because she said like her donkeys kept eating her fence. Her donkeys? Yeah, she's like, yeah, my donkeys keep eating up my fence, so well, I need to put a new fence up. Well, and that, and you get calls like that, just some kind of like you know llama farms and stuff like that. I want a llama farm. <laughs> but going back to the house thing, uh, you know, you feel for the realtors a little bit too, because the realtors are are working and they're trying to make this deal happen, and and they'll get some clients that they're like in the middle of trying to close a loan, and they'll go and buy like a new RV. Yeah, and, and they're, they're like, fuck. and they they're like, they, what are you? Everything thinking? falls through. Yeah, 
Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> or even it's as simple as uh, even like being in the process, you're like, oh, I have a house and I have an offer. It's in escrow. And they say people go down and buy furniture. Yeah. You know, spend, you know, five grand on furniture. And it's like, what the fuck? You're, everything just fell through now because you just spent five grand on furniture. Wait yeah. until after it closes. Once you give them the money or they like the closing. Yeah. Go buy whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like I'd cut the check. For closing, <laughs> and we went down same day and just started buying a bunch of stuff for the house. Yeah. You know? It's just common sense, but it's like it's not that. Usually most of them are like a 30-day escrow. It's usually 30, 60 days. Mm-hmm. It's really not that long to wait to do whatever no. you need to do. Just do it, and then whatever you yeah, need to do. And like I said, closing. ours closed a week early, so seven days early. That's 23-day escrow. Yeah. And it was literally... I'm signing documents that morning. I'd take a day off for work, you know? Yeah. And uh, so like 8 a.m., I'm signing documents. And this is on the 3rd. And the uh, everything's everybody's there, the uh, notary and everything. And I'm signing, you know, thousand fucking times. Yeah. And they decided to include a, my middle name initial yeah. and everything. So then I had to change my signature <laughs> to include that middle name, which I've never used. That's interesting. Ever. Yeah. Right, so every, all the all those documents have a have a J on them. So and I've never signed Tyler J, and so now I'm having to do Tyler J everything, everything. Yeah, everything. and I'm like, this is ridiculous. That and there's so many documents, and like they'll hand you like a ten page document, and you're like, yeah, this is just this is just this, you know. So they're just, like, uh, okay, so I saw, we signed everything. We're like, okay, cool. And there was like one document that Danielle had to sign, and I had to sign a thousand. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then we. Go like we're like leaving and like okay well we're gonna send it over to the underwriter they're, they're gonna approve like finish the approval of the loan and it's gonna get sent over to uh you know the clerk or whatever who does it and then then it'll close and so they're like okay probably like three four o'clock today they're like okay cool so I get a phone call at like eleven going hey uh I need you to come back down we're processing and looking through and there's one document that we need to resign. Because we forgot to update the uh, ins- the home in- homeowners insurance, what they because what they did is they in- the they just they entered it as the uh, quote. They didn't enter the actual what came back from the uh, homeowners. Yeah. So they're like, we had to update it, and we need you to come back down and sign it. And so I'm like, fuck, dude. Like now, what's it gonna be like? Six, seven o'clock by the time we get this. Yeah. So I run back down real quick, sign that one document. They're like, okay, cool, thanks. Well, you should hear back, uh, you know, by this time or whatever. Get back to the apartment. We finished, like, we're still boxing stuff up. We 30 minutes later, we get a phone call from the realtor saying, hey, it just closed. Meet me at the new house. <laughs> I got the keys. And I'm like, I was, I literally just got home. <laughs> I literally just got back to the apartment. And I, they said it was going to be, like, later in the day. Yeah. Like, Sweet. All right. So we just, like, you know. I hopped in the car, went and picked up, uh, you know, my daughter from preschool, and flew over to the new house. And that's it. That was it. Wow. What about since you guys have been in? Have you had a lot of home improvement projects? Mm, not really. Yeah. It, a lot of it was already like moving ready. Right. So they, yeah. A lot of things were like redone or taken care of. Um, there's a few things like a leak at, on the bath, one of the bathtubs. Yeah a leak in the faucet you know so i was able to fix that uh pull the cartridge out of everything you know just 
do like little stuff like that. Yeah, and like then, little minor things. Um, no, I don't think like I don't really think there's been a like home improve like a big thing. Yeah, it's been like little stuff. Yeah, that's mostly stuff that comes up just like you know later on too. Is just like after you guys have been there for a while, like things that you know. You know, just wearing little wear and tear stuff that you know you have to replace eventually. You just like the, part I, of the home I have, home I have stuff. On, I have stuff on my list. You yeah. know, because I took the list from the inspector. Yeah, and he's like, like little things. You know, and yeah. So I got all that, but it's nothing like detrimental. Right. It's yeah. like weekend warrior stuff that I can. Yeah. Take care of at my leisure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that's that is different too is like. Now I came to the realization. I'm like, I thought about it, but you don't realize it until like you're already in that situation. You're like, I have a lawn now. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get a gardener. You know, and I'm like, I don't want to pay for a gardener. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't have a whole lot of lawn. Yeah. I and mean, maybe if I had like a huge backyard and a huge front yard, then okay, I'll probably pay for a gardener. Right. But it's not a whole lot. So I was like, hmm. Okay. So let me look into some lawnmowers and things because we came from an apartment you know so i don't got a lawnmower yeah exactly or a weed eater or a blower right. or whatever so start looking looking and then i came to the realization i was like fuck we live in california they just banned the sale of gas motors oh no way yeah so every freaking lawnmower you go to home depot lowe's whatever it's all electric hmm well, maybe I'll like buy a used gas one. I guess I didn't realize that they had banned that on kind of equipment already. I knew it was kind of coming down. California, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, California, California, California. So I start looking. I do some research and I start asking people, like, how do you feel about this? And I, I don't like it. Right? It's just kind of weird. Yeah. I'd rather have like, well, like work on it. Once the battery dies, like then I have to buy a new battery. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. I don't know. It's just kind of, and then it's probably outdated. New model. Yeah. By, by, by the time, by the time I, they probably won't even sell that battery. How? How? Just like ballpark figure. I know it probably varies, but what's kind of the price range going on those? So I bought like a five hundred dollar one. Okay. They but they range from two. Probably like as expensive as you want to get. Right. Even yeah. the riding mowers now, yeah. electric. Which is weird. Yeah. But so I got a, it's a 40 volt though. So the battery's like bigger than my head. Clicks in. And it, I mean, it powers up like it sounds like a gas. It's weird. <laughs> it's like, Vroom! but it's really, it's just the, uh, like the internal fan. Yeah. And then the blade spinning. Yeah, I guess whatever gets the job, you know, as long as it gets the job. Like, done. I understand the weed whacker. Like, I was like, okay, like, weed whacker. I was just going to buy an electric weed whacker anyway, because, I mean, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Electric one. So, yeah. I got an electric weed whacker. And, I mean, it works really good. I'm, you know, buzzing everything. and Yeah. And track it. It's like one of those that you, I mean, you flip it, and then now it's an edger. Right. And then ended up getting a blower. But funny thing is I had, like, a small one that, like, a plug-in blower. Dude. I was looking like an idiot, just like walking around. I had it like plugged in with an extension cord, and I'm just walking around with this like this blower that's like <laughs> it's like fucking twelve inches long, and I'm just like barely hitting it. Like it's <laughs> it's uh, I kept like every time a neighbor would drive by, do I put my hat down? You know, I'd be like, <laughs> can't see my face. 
But so I ended up going and getting a like a Ryobi, like a to match everything. So I ended up getting like Ryobi everything. Yeah. So it takes the same battery as the weed eater. So it's like interchangeable. So but it's like a blows like 110 miles an hour. That's some some pretty good blow power. Yeah, I'll show you later. <laughs> I'll show you later how well it blows. Like what else are you using that thing for? Uh <laughs> Well, if it was sucking, it'd be a little different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. no, and yeah, I mean it's cool. Like I mowed the lawn. Yeah, and it 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 did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, it mowed the lawn. I mean right? that's what it's all at the end of the day. You know whether it's gas, electric, it was, and then it, I did it dump, gets the job done. I dumped the bag, and I put it all away. The nice thing though, because it's not doesn't have any liquid in it. Yeah, it's like the lawnmower folds up. I can fold it. And just like put it off in the corner. Well, that is convenient against the wall because I don't. I can put it on its side. You know, it doesn't have to be laying out. Yeah, like a gas would because then you can't flip it because oil and gas will start going everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So this one it like folds up and it's just like you stand it up. Yeah, I used to have one of those like you know uh, gas front thrower ones, mm-hmm. and I love it. Don't get me wrong, I really love it, but it was just like take up a ton of room in the garage. It's really heavy to move every time I need to lift it or something. Yeah, but the, also the benefit of that is that you can work on that. Yeah, that's true. Like the parts to replace it is yeah. literally just engine parts. Yeah. So those are always going to be available. Yeah, no, that's true. It, it was good. I ended up I ended up getting rid of it though a, a while ago. I think I had got it used and it was just kind of at the end of its life, you know. I'm I'm you're, somewhat handy and mechanical, not, but not like I'm not, not that, that guy. You're not that mechanically inclined. I'm not. Uh, I can do things. It just takes me a while to do them. I get the job done eventually, but I'm not out here to claim I'm like a really, really handy person. I'm like, I I, I get the job done, but I'm not like the expert. So when I went to buy the blower, because I caught like on sale, I was like, oh sweet, it's like perfect timing. A little bit on sale, so I was like, okay, I went down and got it. And I, while I was there, I was like, maybe I need a shop vac too. Like, that's always good to have a shop vac. Yeah. You know, so I started like price matching some different brands. And so I ended up going to Home Depot for the blower. And then I f- drove to Lowe's for the shop vac because they had a craftsman that was like on sale and a really good price. And I was like, okay, cool. So I get that and I like take it back, you know, and kind of glad I did because literally this weekend, we had like torrential downpours. Yeah. And it's the first time, like, really, it's been like it's rained, but not like torrential flooding rain. So, trying to figure out like all the low spots in the backyard and stuff, it started like, you know, water started. And like, not enough where it's going to come in the house or anything, but right. I like didn't want it to just yeah. in case. So, I'm out there like this morning with a with the shop back, just sucking up all the water, <laughs> you know? And I, dude, I probably did like it's a five gallon bucket. Yeah. That it comes with, you know what I mean? It's a five gallon shop vac. And I probably did it like 10 times. Yeah. It's like 50 gallons of water. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't rain much here. And it's been like torrential downfall. Like, I think it rained for like 12 hours straight nonstop. Yeah, dude. So when those things happen, yeah, you start kind of getting some flooding going. And like you said, it probably wouldn't affect your house, but you want to take the chance of what if. But yeah, man. I- so I'm out there like sucking up everything with the shop vac, and it was kind of like, hey, that was a good purchase. <laughs> Sometimes you don't, you have to justify like, I don't really need one, but it'd be cool. Like I, I want one. Yeah. But this turned out like it worked out. Actually, needed to use it. Yeah. I don't know how I would have sucked up water without a shop vac. Yeah. Those are, those are wet and dry. 
So you got a blower and a sucker. Blower and a sucker. <laughs> and if I put the hose on the other side, it blows too. <laughs> <laughs> we actually we didn't have too much flooding at our house, but we did have just like uh, these tumbleweeds all blew into our cul-de-sac. Like, I mean, I'm not talking little tumbleweeds. Like, I'm talking like gigantic ones. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Like, like big enough you could have like slapped a saddle on it and just rode it through the neighborhood? Oh, yeah. Like huge. And I'm like, like, maybe one of these might fit in my green trash, my green waste trash. Maybe one. One probably wouldn't fit. Like an old Wiley e. Coyote cartoon, dude, where there's always that like tumbleweed blowing or an old Western. <laughs> like there's always like one tumbleweed blowing across. Right. No, it's dude. They, they come in herds. Those are herds of tumbleweed when the wind's going. We have a ton in our our cul-de-sac right now. And I was talking to my neighbor. And I was like, "What are we doing with these? Like, I don't think anyone's gonna come and pick them up." I was like, "We have a field on the other side of our wall. It's like a farm field." Yeah. So I'm like, "Do we just throw it over there, and uh, or do we? Uh, I don't know. Do we try to dispose of them ourselves. Like, sit here and cut them all up and oh, make know. it like a couple week process with all the neighbors. Or here's what you do." You just leave it yeah. <laughs> for the next person to come along and get frustrated, and then they do it. Yeah. It wasn't that? Just I mean, don't look it, over in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, it was in the end of the cul-de-sac, right? Yeah. Against the wall? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I do not, have some in my yard and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you just too. kick them. Those, you, are, you, those you, are smaller ones. You roll those ones in the middle of the street and let the wind catch them to the yeah. back of the wall, and then they're out of your hair. <laughs> they're not on your property. Yeah. Problem solved, man. Out of sight, out of mind. Or what you do... You build a ramp. Okay. You take the wall, you build a wooden ramp like that, and then you drag all the uh, tumbleweeds back down the street. And then you let them go again while the wind's still going. And you just hit them, hit the ramp, and then they shoot over the wall. <laughs> Come on, man. Where's your neighborhood engineering at? Yeah, I got to get creative. Got the, I, t- the tumbleweed ramp. Hey, Bill, Wendy, get the tumbleweed ramp out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some some middle aged dude like dragging re- a wooden it out. ramp, yeah. wheeling out a ramp to attached to your wall, your brick wall. <laughs> it's ready. Honestly, after this last you know wind gust, I think we might need something like that. It's not a few; it's like a ton of them. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed you take to take any with pictures? No, I didn't. But I can I can send you a picture. They're still there. Yeah, they're still there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're taking my advice. Yeah, Don't do anything. <laughs> leave it for the next man. Leave it for the next guy, dude. Come on. Um. Uh, but I have been pulling a lot of weeds out. You know, we've been getting a lot of rain this year. And so, you know, when the rain stopped, obviously a bunch of weeds come up too. So I just feel like I'll sit there and, you know, I'm ripping them out because if you get them by the roots and they don't go back or as fast. But I just feel like I can't, you know, I'll sit there for like two hours a day and rip out weeds. And then, you know, a couple of days later, it's like the whole area is populated again. I think it's some Roundup. Roundup, dude. Yeah. I mean, with all the lawsuits, it's like, yeah, I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'll give myself cancer, but I won't see any weeds. I in won't my have yard. any. I mean, you're gonna get cancer from something else, right? Right. Might as well be uh, from Roundup. Might as well. That's what I do too, because I got Roundup. We're looking for sponsors. Yeah. Hey, Roundup. We're looking for sponsors. I think it's. I, th- I don't think you can get Roundup anymore in California. You definitely can. You can or can't? You can. Yeah. From like a store. Yeah. Or is it like a black market thing? No, they sell that at Lowe's. For some reason, Depot. I thought it was. Uh, no, here's the thing. I thought it was blacklisted. Is now they just put the warning right. Oh yeah. Problem solved, man. You put the warning right there. May cause cancer. And it, problem solved. Have you noticed, like, any office building you go into, 
every single office yeah, building. Yeah, Prop says, 65 warning. Yeah, it says, you know, there's chemicals in this office known to cause cancer. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah, but that's anywhere anything. you go. That could be, I mean, that wooden chair, the lacquer on it. Prop might have, somebody might have got cancer at one point. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. All food places, most drinks and stuff have those all labeled. Yep. So that's the point is, is everything's going to cause cancer. That's so the, get the roundup. That's the get out of jail free card. Is put the roundup down. Put it on everything, right? Say everything causes cancer. Put the warning right there. This is what you're getting yourself into. It's like signing. It's like accepting liability. Yeah. I don't know. It's bullshit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can get sued for anything these days. So. I understand the need. So while moving, I know... It probably was the same for you guys, but you guys didn't live together for an extended period of time. Right. Before, right? before. We, we didn't live together before we moved in. Exactly. We had like a kind of unique situation, but we weren't living together full time. So we were living in the apartment for, you know, three years. Right. Or whatever. And we accumulated things. And uh, so we pack everything up and the boxes just keep piling. And we're just like, how do we have this much stuff? Yeah. Or where do we get this thing? Where or how did we fit all this stuff in our apartment? Yeah. So now that we have it at the new house, which is obviously bigger, okay. um, we're going like going through stuff and we're like, why do we have so much junk? How did we fit all of this? Like we could barely fit it in this house. Yeah. How did we fit it into an apartment? Makes no sense. I know the apartment had a garage. Right. But how did we fit all that in there? Like, I know that we had, like, you know, a lot of storage and stuff that we made and had bins and all kinds of stuff, but... Yeah. Crazy. Madness. Yeah, I feel like you don't realize how much stuff you actually have until you go to move it. Dude. And you're like... Well, it's a lot. I, I, I still have, like, a garage full of stuff right now. Boxes that we haven't even opened yet. Yeah. Because... Scared. Be like, <laughs> I don't even remember what we put in here. But I figure if we just go long enough without needing to open that box, we don't need the box. Yeah. We don't need whatever's in it. We had a few boxes like that when we uh, moved in. And like the first few months, we were really on top of everything and getting everything. But there's obviously a few boxes we didn't get around to. Yeah. Like a year went by. I'm like, this is from the move and we haven't opened it. So <laughs> we just get rid of whatever's inside. And pretty much that's what we did. I mean, Usually we have kind of a rule, like if we haven't used something in like a year, it's like whatever it is, we don't care. You know, if we haven't used it in a year, we don't need it probably. And then it's like little things too, like going from renting to owning is the renter, the rental company paid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if something broke, right. like, okay, yeah, we'll send somebody else to fix it. Now it's on fucking us. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, okay, I guess I have to replace that <laughs> and everything. Nothing's cheap. Everything's like, oh, that'll be grand yeah that's gonna be a thousand dollars that's gonna be five grand you're like hey unless you go to uh craigslist and and uh get some offers from there like our buddy skylar did yeah everyone knows skylar <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> you really you're gonna like pick that oh i won't throw him under the bus skylar we love you but so um yeah that's a that's a story for another episode <laughs> i think well let skylar tell his story when he comes in next yeah, I'm going to actually write that down so I don't forget. <laughs> um, but, yeah, things, uh, yeah, they add up. And little projects that you want to do, too. Like, uh, I don't know, when we moved into our house, it was actually new construction. So we didn't have 
we just had dirt for like a backyard and everything. So we had to do, uh, all that, all the dirt prod, you know, all the trenching and the, uh, irrigation. Yeah. You had the landscape landscaping all and the stuff. landscaping had yeah. to be done. Cause, cause you guys bought, you guys built your house, right? Yeah. So yeah, they don't, they don't landscape the backyard or anything. Right. So it's exactly. Like they, they hand you a dirt lot in the back and you just say, okay, have fun. Yep. So that's true. You have to, uh, dig out and put all the irrigation for all the sprinklers. Yeah. Like saw, like get grass. Yeah. That's why like most people that get like built homes, like it just stays dirt for a long time. Yeah. A lot of people that happens to even like uh, our first year in, we just like, we spent a lot of our money, you know, getting the house. And so we had to wait like a year to do the backyard. And so a year later we did the backyard, but during that whole year, you know, our back patio was always really dusty and dirty, mm-hmm. you know, and, our furniture out there got dirty quite a bit. I mean, it's getting better now, but yeah, well, it's a little bit of a period until well, you got, got a landscape. There. Yeah. It's, you don't have all the dirt just whipping around. when the t- It's tumbleweeds are blown on the grass, not the dirt now. Yeah, you know? exactly. No, that's cool, though. So, yeah, our backyard's already landscaped, which is nice. Yeah. Not huge, but that's just – it's just – I don't have to maintain it as much. Yeah. It's not big, you know. There's that's, some of the houses we were looking at were, like, half an acre backyard. Yeah. Stuff like that, and we're like, oh, that'd be really cool. But then it sounds great until you have to go and start taking care of it. Until I have to go buy the riding mower or buy some goats or something just to maintain the foliage. I always thought it'd be funny if someone just bought a riding mower and just had like a little patch of grass in the front yard. Yeah, just you like we just do a circle, but they just, yeah, <laughs> just sitting there doing you're just, donuts. You're just doing donuts. That's all. Just like a little patch of grass you got a riding mower for. And some people like, especially when you don't think about two, is like trees. Some people, I mean, as well-established houses have these big-ass fucking trees yeah. in the front yard or backyard or whatever. And that's all cool, but you have to maintain those. And for someone to come out and trim those trees to go, like, all the way up, I mean, that's a couple grand yeah. that you're spending every year. Yeah. You know, so, like, trees are cool. I like trees, but not enough for a big-ass one in my front yard. Right. Something. Like, luckily, the house that we got, it's got trees planted. Yeah. And they're still very juvenile trees. Yeah. So there's some that were like, mm, I wonder if we should dig these out and sell them to people that actually want trees. You'll see. I'm, you haven't even been over there yet. Yeah. I'm getting a grand tour after we're done. Recording yeah. After, after we get done recording, we'll, we'll go over there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, a, it's, it sounds like, uh, sounds like a bad thing, but it's really not though. Like, when you have all, I mean, it's, the bad thing is you have to pay for everything, but it's also like, I feel like I like doing that kind of stuff, kind of taking some kind of sense of pride in my house and like, you know, fixing things up that I can. And yeah, it's yours, right? Yeah. And you're not, you're not handing and paying someone else's mortgage. You're, you're paying yourself, right? Because that money in return that you keep putting into a mortgage is yeah. going to, is ultimately claiming back to you. Yeah. Right. So you're just paying yourself. It's, it's a nice way to think about it. Not, yeah. You're not paying the mortgage. You're paying the mortgage company, but that investment, really, you're just paying yourself because you can pull from it. Or when you sell the house, you have, you know, that's the, you know what I mean? You're, it's a, you'll make a profit usually. Yeah. No, it's, it's as long as you maintain it and you don't destroy your house. Yeah. It's, it'll be pretty much for most people, it'll be like their largest asset, you know, building wealth and, uh, you know, real estate markets always, they go up and down, but for the most part, you know, over a long period of time, you know, they'll just keep. That's all they do, just yeah. up and down. Now, owning a house so far is cool. Um, 
haven't had to pay the mortgage yet. That'll be interesting. But I mean, we're just saving money. Yeah. Taking this because you get like two months. Taking those two months and just, I mean, we're using little stuff, but we're just banking most of that money. Yeah. One thing we did get hit with was because I think our land was previously farmland. Yeah. Have you ever heard of like a supplemental tax bill? Yeah. And so because of because it was like open land before, then after the property tax is different. Right. When you put a house on it, because you build a structure on it and something. So anyways, like, I don't know, I think six months or a year after we got our house, we got hit with like a pretty big supplemental tax bill. But it's like a one-time thing. It's mm-hmm. really just like a prorates it to, I guess, like to to consider like the value of your improvements now on that land. That's weird. Yeah. It's really, it sounds like they were just, that's part of the payoff to the farmer that sold it. No, well, it's more of just a payoff to the government, really. You know, it's more of a, you know, it's a tax. It's your land and you own it, but you have to pay us taxes still. Yeah. I don't know exactly how it works, but I think it's because, say, if it's like 100 acres and there's a a tax on that, but now then they subdivide it and then you put an improvement on that land. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it it sucked. It just just sounds like we're getting robbed. Yeah. We talk about (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we could go. We could have a whole episode about how bad Tax, taxes suck. Taxation is theft, man. Yeah, you get All taxed is, on man. income, and then you get taxed on what you decide to do with your income that's already been taxed. Dude, you get taxed on the taxes, and you get taxed on the money you make. You get taxed on the food you eat. You get taxed on the gas you put in your car. Yeah, you get taxed on the power that provides light into your home. Like, yeah. the fuck does it end? I'm pretty sure there's a death tax. Death tax, yeah. You die, you get taxed. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Boston Tea Party? You're born, you get taxed. Like they they threw that shit in the ocean for some a tea tax, <laughs> and we're just letting them tax our entire everything. Where the what are we doing here? Yeah, let's throw. Uh, I don't know what I throw in, but yeah, let's throw it in the ocean. Throw it all in the ocean. <laughs> Everybody's house, pick it up and throw it in the ocean. <laughs> no, um. Well, that's awesome, though. I'm glad you guys uh, were able to get out of the apartment and get a house, and I'm excited to go check it out later. Yeah, it feels good. It feels really good. I was glad. Sad to, to say bye to the apartment because there was a lot of memories made. Right. Um, I mean, that's where we brought our daughter home, stuff like that, and it, it served its purpose, right? It provided what was necessary and what we needed at the time. Yeah. But now it was time to – we kind of grew out of it, and it was time to move on and build new memories somewhere else. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's good. It's good. It was a crazy process. Yeah, you're I mean, probably glad it's all done and over it's, with. It's, but but but, but it, the stress never ends. Yeah, then you just it's have new stresses. New stresses. Every, like everything. is What's going to break next? You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm just sitting there watching the water come down this morning going, okay. I actually started last night, like midnight. I'm sitting there watching like the streets start to get flooded. The flower beds starting to overflow. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, like this is cool. We're good. What do we're, I do? We're fine, right? What if it starts spilling into the house? <laughs> it's funny too. I get like paranoid sometimes. I'll be like, you know, it's the end of the night. All the kids are sleeping, and I finally go to bed around like eleven or twelve. I'm like laying in bed, and I hear something. I'm like, and just breaking the house. Is that is that a pipe or something? What, what is that noise? Oh, or? so check this out. Speaking of, you're talking about that is. Previous owners left all their ring 
security stuff hooked up. Oh, okay. All the cameras, everything. Yeah. So they removed it, you know, from their name and their account. Yeah. All I was all I had to do was go around. There's backyard camera, the doorbell, a front walkway camera. Like it, you'll, you'll, I'll show you. But there's one, two, three, four cameras in total. All three of them have the have floodlights with motion sensors. No, that's it's, really good. So it's already all hooked up. Yeah, that's no, all that's I had great. to do is go and use my phone and connect to all of them under our account. And it's already ready to go hooked up. So I don't know how it works. Is there a way you verify that they're not able to access those anymore? So you can't. If they're so, what it was, I took the doorbell off and stuff, and there's a um, QR code on the back. Yeah. And you go to your account and stuff on your app. And you scan that QR code, and if it's connected to someone else, it'll tell you, "Hey, this is connected to so and so. Would I you see. like us to send them a request to remove from their service?" Yeah. You say, "Yeah." So they have like 15 days to take their name off of, like take, take that device off their account. Yeah. And after the 15 days, if they don't do it, after the 15 days, it just like automatically wipes them. So, yeah, I mean. No, cool. that's good. Yeah, I didn't know what the process was on that. We're then, actually looking into home security systems right now just to have. I'll show you, know, you when we get done recording. Uh, the Ring stuff is kind of cool. It's, uh, it's like 100 bucks a year. Yeah. To be able to save and record and save save all the footage, yeah. which I think is kind of worth it because totally then I can it, save yeah. the footage. Yeah. Why would I want to just like look at something and be like, okay, well that's just happening. I can't do anything about it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll show you when we get done. Uh. But yeah, we kind of lucked out that all that stuff was already hooked up. I didn't have to go up and install the floodlights and. Yeah, that saves that you a few steps there. Any anything that you can save, you know, really helps during the process because it is a lot to go and get settled in and. I don't know. Yeah. And there, there's other things you do. Like you could do like, so like security systems are cool. A lot of people do those, but then you have the service fee. Like it's a monthly charge, like 40 to, you know, plus dollars a month. Or, you know, it's like, I don't know. That's just crazy to me. Yeah. I understand security, but I feel like I can do all the same stuff, but the service would be less. Cause yeah. like the ring, the ring has all this, the sensors I can put on all the windows and the doors, and they all connect to your app. So I can even monitor the way that window just opened. It'll give me a notification on my phone. Okay. Or this glass just broke. Or you can even deactivate it because I want to open that window. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? That is really good, yeah. I think it is important to have security. I think you can get a little too much, uh, I don't know, you can pay a little, end up paying. There's some of these things I've seen where I'm like, wow, that's a Crazy expensive. Crazy expensive. I'm like, I do have a shotgun in my bed, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, but it is important, especially these days. You never know. You never know who's gonna try and knock on your door. Oh, and it came with a uh, screen door already installed. Oh, okay. So we have a screen door plus yeah. the front door. Is it like a metal screen door? Uh huh. Yeah, that's a good yeah. an extra layer of protection. It's a security really. door, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's already installed. I mean, it's just you'll. It's pretty dope. Like a, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't, we didn't have to do because a lot of it was almost all of it was already done. Right. Kind of benefited in our favor. Anyway, buy a house if you can. Yeah. Buy, buy some property, do something. Do Stop it. renting. Stop putting money in other people's pockets. Yeah. I get if that's all you can do and that's fits your lifestyle. I'm not going to knock you for that, but, but I mean, it's, it's been fun and I'm glad we were able to, get on here and record a little bit and you know 
talk some real talk. Yeah, I for felt sure. this was more like a real talk episode. Yeah, definitely. We, I mean, there's, there's, there was still some humor, but yeah, every once in a while we got to uh, bring it back to earth a little bit, you know. Yeah, man. I but saw, it was good. Those are just real life challenges that come up, and a lot of people deal with. So, I'm glad that we were able to get together and record a little bit. Yeah, and uh, hope everyone enjoys the show. Yeah. Um, follow us on all our socials. If you have any crazy house stories, we want to hear them. Any processes that you went through. Uh, yeah, shoot them our way because that's I, I want to hear that kind of stuff because I you always hear funny stories from realtors and and them. So oh yeah, there's probably any, stories out there. Yeah, if for anybody, days. if anybody's got anything, just let us know at uh you know Twitter and Facebook and I guess TikTok and all that stuff. So. All right, have a good day, everybody. Till next time. <laughs>